In this podcast, we're going to continue looking at the personality or the person of the Holy Spirit. As a young believer, as those that are just stepping into the faith, or maybe you just haven't had enough uh, understanding about the Holy Spirit, I want you to uh, have your Bible with you so that you can look at the scriptures with me as I, I use the King James Version for my teachings because you can look it up the words in the Strong's Concordance. So we're going to start out talking about uh, the Holy Spirit. Now, last week we looked and saw that he has a mind, a will, and an emotion. So we're going to continue with the emotions because I believe that as we understand that Holy Spirit that lives on the inside of us, that lives within us, it will help us to, to you know, think a better life, tune into what the Spirit of God is telling us to do, that something told me this, that, and the other. We want to make sure that we know and have that relationship with God because Holy Spirit is the third person of the Godhead. So when you hear people say, well, I have a relationship with God, sometimes it can be confusing to those that really don't understand, but the Holy Spirit is the third person of the Godhead. So we want to look at the personal qualities that are ascribed or that belong to the Holy Spirit. So let's look at some negative responses as it relates to the emotions of the Holy Spirit. Now we're going to start out in the book of Ephesians. Ephesians is in the New Testament chapter 4 and we're going to look at verse 30. Ephesians chapter 4 verse 30. It talks about the Holy Spirit being grieved and the word grieved here in the context of this particular scripture it just means it means to be distressed, to be sad, to have grief or to be sorrowful or heaviness. That's what it means in the uh, Strong's definition of the word grieve. So we can see here that the Holy Spirit can be grieved. It says, and grieve not the Holy Spirit of God whereby ye are sealed unto the day of redemption. And when it talks about being sealed because you have the Holy Spirit on the inside of you, well, how do we grieve the Holy Spirit? Well, we can grieve the Holy Spirit when we miss the mark through sin, or we can do something that, that is a, a disobedience to the, to the word of God. We can reject or have a hardness of heart or, or, or a lack of faith. All of these things can grieve the Holy Spirit of God. Cause remember we're walking in relationship with God. We, he, is the third person of the Godhead. So we can grieve the Holy Spirit of God. And, and, and I believe that as we continue with this teaching that you will be able to tune in and to be able to hear the voice of God and, and to understand how he's speaking to you and to your heart so that you will not grieve the Spirit of God. And if you do, uh, we can always confess that sin and, and ask God to forgive us the, of that sin. So he can be grieved. He can be quenched. He can be quenched. Let's go to 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. 1 Thessalonians, we're going to look at chapter 5. He can be quenched. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 verse 19. And we're just looking at the different attributes of God. And this particular scripture is really, really short. It just says, 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 verse 20, it says, verse 19, it says, Quench not the spirit. Quench not the spirit. That's pretty plain. It, it doesn't, you don't have to get too deep with some of these scriptures. And that means extinguish or, or to, 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 to make that fire, the Holy spirit that dwells on the inside of you, just to extinguish it, to push it away, to, uh, not acknowledge it. So you, it, it, the Bible tells us not to quench the spirit of God. You know, he is a, a gentleman and, and he doesn't 
push his way. If we want to invite him or welcome him into our lives, we want to obey him. We don't want to quench it when he's talking to us. Now he can be lied to as well. Let's go over to Acts chapter 5. Acts chapter 5. He can be lied to. Now let's start at verse 1. It says, But a certain man named Ananias and Sapphira his wife sold a possession and kept back part of the price, his wife also being privy to it and brought the certain part and laid it at the, at the apostles' feet. But Peter said unto Ananias, Why has Satan filled thine heart to lie to the Holy Ghost and to keep back part of the price of the land? So now... Peter was receiving, they were receiving offerings, they were receiving uh, an offering from the Lord, but, but Ananias had made this plan with his wife to say, oh, we only sold this possession for so much. So he said, when, when he called him out on it, Peter called Ananias out on it, he said, why would you lie to the Holy Ghost? Now, in other words, why didn't he say, well, why did you lie to me? He started lying to the Holy Ghost. Why? Because it was something that they had done within themselves in their heart. They they had made this plan within themselves to to lie and to and it cost them their life because later on. Uh, it says in verse five and five, and Ananias hearing these words fell down and gave up the ghost. He died and a great fear came on all them that heard these things. So we want to make sure, you know, not saying that if you lie, you're going to just drop dead. But this was the consequences that happened to Ananias in, in, in this season and in what the word of God says. So the Holy Spirit can be lied to because Peter makes it very, very clear that he was lied to. So when you devise a plan against someone or, or something to that effect, you know, you have to be really mindful of the spirit of God, especially when you're a believer, especially, you know, you want to listen to the Holy Spirit and not uh, do things that are uh, sinful or, or conniving to, because it cost Ananias and his wife, cause she came in and Peter asked her about the same, about the price of the land. And it was just a uh, land that they were selling. And she lied as well because they were privy together and she died as well. And they buried her with him. If you can go ahead and read that whole chapter, you will see the consequences of, of what happened when they did do it. But the Holy Spirit, you, he can be lied to. He can be defrauded. He can be resisted. Let's look at Acts chapter 7, verse 51. Acts chapter 7, verse 51. Turning your Bibles to Acts chapter 7, verse 51. And it reads, Ye stiff-necked and uncircumcised in heart and ears, ye do always resist the Holy Ghost as your fathers did, so do ye so he can be resisted now when it talks about resistance let me just give you the meaning of resistance it means he can be opposed now when you oppose someone you know you're just basically being in a re rebellious you're opposing them you're coming against them and and here he was saying that they were stiff-necked because they opposed or resisted the Holy Ghost. Now, the Holy Ghost, remember I mentioned, is the same as the Holy Spirit. And he can be blasphemed. Let's look at Mark chapter 3. Let's turn over to Mark chapter 3, verse 29. Mark chapter 3, verse 29. Mark chapter 3, verse 29, it says, But he that shall blaspheme against the Holy Ghost has never has never forgiveness, 
but is in danger of eternal damnation. So when you blaspheme, what does it mean to blaspheme the Holy Spirit? And this is a, sometimes I think people don't understand about this, and, and I'm, I'm sure it takes a lot deeper teaching, but it means to vilify, to speak impetuously, to, to, to rail or to speak evil against the Holy Spirit. Isn't that something? It says, but, you know, you're not supposed to blaspheme the Holy Ghost or Holy Spirit because that can be, but is in danger of eternal damnation. It's in danger. Now, it doesn't say that you're instantly damned in, in damnation, but it says that you are in danger of that when you speak evil of the Holy Spirit. So when we're looking at these responses, these are emotions. He can be quenched. He can be grieved. He can be lied to. He can be resisted. He can be blasphemed. You know, it, these are the things that, that can happen to you as a person as well. You can be grieved. You can be quenched. You can be lied to. You can be defrauded. You can be resisted. You can be blasphemed. All of these things. So if the Holy, if you can be those things, Holy Spirit is a person. He can be those things as well. And we can see that in scripture. So I want you to, like I said, just kind of take all of the word in and look at the scriptures concerning that as well as understand that the Holy Spirit, he lives, he's a living, he's living inside of you. So this is the Holy Spirit within that we're, we're, we're focusing on at this particular teaching because you have to understand who Holy Spirit is and who he is in your life in order to, to just, you know, strengthen your life. A lot of times we as believers, we, we just, we just have this, this feel good gospel where everything is, is just, you know, kumbaya. But then when the enemy comes, we don't know how to resist him. Well, we can resist him by listening to the voice of the Lord, listening to the voice of the Holy Spirit and being obedient to that voice, whether it's through prayer, whether it's through actions, whether it's through something that God is speaking to your heart to do. And this is where we have our victory. We, we minister, we preach and we teach victory from victory because Jesus already has given us the victory when he died on the cross. So we're not trying to get there. We're already there. But how do we deal with that? How do we live in that in that realm, in the realm of the kingdom of God here on this earth today? As we have to, to learn how to fight, we have to learn how to battle. And it's not a negative thing. It's a positive thing because it will help us. It will help our families. It will keep you on the right road. It will show you the direction that you need to go. If we acknowledge the Holy Spirit and the person of the Holy Spirit, we will have victory more, I believe, than we would have defeat. And we don't necessarily have defeat because even if we pass away, to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. So we have victory in our lives, but we don't want to live a life where we're constantly trying to get a breakthrough or trying to do things when the Spirit of God is directing and leading leading and guiding us. So I want you to understand how we live with God here on this earth and on this planet today that we can have the victory and not have to moan and groan and complain and, and, and look like we're we're helpless. We're not helpless. We are believers. We are ambassadors for Christ here on this earth today. And I need you to understand this so that you can live that life and be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might, leaning on the Holy Spirit, trusting in the Holy Spirit, understanding who he is and who you are in Christ Jesus. So thank you so 
much for tuning in. And, and we're going to continue and looking at some positive responses of the Holy Spirit in our next podcast. So thank you so much for tuning in and you have a great one.